What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Classic Quest Podcast. This is the show where we break down the classic hip-hop albums throughout time, new, old, what people perceive as classics, go through them track by track, get thoughts and opinions on every single song. The kinds of albums that we talk about, are, as an example, would be Napoleon, The Legends, Bronze, Saints album. Um, and my name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. Yeah, today we're going to be going through the whole Napoleon the Legends project track by track and letting you know what we think about each and every single one of them. Um, at the start of these reviews, we like to like create this contextualization of our familiarity with the artist to like let people know kind of how we feel about them going into it because we realized along the way that if you're like a really super deep fan of napoleon the legend that has been bumping like every single thing this guy has dropped with his ridiculous catalog of release music and you've been following all of that you're gonna have a super different context point and frame of reference than say myself uh who basically only knows about napoleon the legend because the patient ismail requested us to do this album in particular so we are doing that because of the patreon request and that forces us to like listen to the music not to say forces in a negative way and then we listen to it and it's dope but prior to that i didn't know who napoleon the legend is but a few people i do know who he is and really fucked with him so that was cool to see that like people were kind of excited about napoleon the legend in general um, cause that always gets me excited. Like when other people like it and you know, I heard the project, don't get me wrong. So I totally understand the excitement now. It makes a whole lot of sense to me, but prior to going into this, like I literally didn't know a damn thing about him except that, uh, Ismail asked him if he wanted to do an interview with us and he said he was down. So I emailed him before even listening to the music and he said, yes, but he's in Europe. So we, nice. I don't know how to do it in the morning yet. Finding time in the morning is going to be complicated, but once we can figure out like, a morning interview time that works with europe we can like set up european interviews like that but that's cool that napoleon the legend is just down and then we're gonna yeah. do this review so who knows maybe maybe he fucks with it maybe he does maybe he watches it and he's like yo fuck these guys i doubt it <laughs> but that could happen hopefully it's not. not impossible uh bonnie how did you feel about this project coming into it did you know napoleon the legend ahead of time i did not um Pretty much all I have to say about that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so one of the other things we like to do is to talk about the cover and the title. Just because of the copyright nature of all of it, you must uh, review it in order to keep it in your video. So mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on the album cover to this and the title, Bronze Saints? So I'm not sure which album cover is the right album cover, whether it's the one that's like on Spotify, which is sort of like ombre and it's just like him um and I'm, for that one i was just kind of like well he's not bronze this looks more like wood or something i don't know so i was just wondering wh why there's two first of all um but the second one is more like cartoony and uh more like superhero-y and it's kind of like him and his crew um but like i don't know who else is in his crew so again sort of like a weird kind of part like i don't know i didn't know who the who the other people were and um but i do get why he is like a superhero so i like that 
Um, and I was just wondering if like bronze saints, like if it has something to do with maybe like their skin color or like his skin color or like, I don't know. Now that that's my thoughts, I guess on that. Yeah, I took the bronze saints as possibly being like a skin color reference or with ah, regards anime. to that. Uh, sorry. Um, Ismail's saying it has something to do with anime, so there we go. Yo, the wind is like driving me nuts. It's just making everything open. It's like literally <laughs> slamming the door. Um, Saint Put Saya something from... in the door so it doesn't slam. I don't know. Anyway, um, fair enough. I'm not. I've never. I never really got into anime like that, but that's cool to know that it's from the anime. Either, or I still got the sense of like non-white, <laughs> you know, like, but also non-standard, right? Like bronze is a yeah. far more useful metal than gold, right? Regardless to its perceived value, like bronze, I mean, gold is super useful in like computing, but like bronze was like more useful over time than gold was. Like gold in a sense was just so, shiny like, wiring and, pretty, and stuff. And it like became a metal honestly and i believe a little bit because it had no other value like it was not practical for any of the real shit so it became kind of fancy whereas bronze was like you know like it created a whole like technological like a, I, I just think of like a bronze bust like of something that's like an art piece that's like like i don't know mm. apparently he sampled the anime's original soundtrack on this project too which is fair but i was just like you know thinking about just Yo, the Bronze Age was big, right? Like, the invention of bronze changed the world, <laughs> right? Like, it yeah. just changed the world. Like, it created new found... Because it was a lot stronger than, like, the shittier weaponry that came before it. It was one of, like, the earliest iron hybrid fusion things when they started fucking around with, like, metallurgy. And, like, it changed the world. So, it's cool to think about it like that. Um, And then, I don't know, the cover makes me think of like a justice league of like people coming through to do their thing like just yeah. a an amalgamation of superheroes and i wonder why though you ended up with this other bronze cover like i don't know if which one do you right. like the most between like so, the like, cartoony one or the one? kind of yeah i feel like the the bronze one that looks like it's a bronze plaque like the the, the one that's on spotify is like a less interesting cover to look at to be honest but like it kind of fits more and then when i see yes, bronze Saints with the other one it's like that's a much more interesting cover to look at it's a cool animation i don't know if it's a real anime it might be like the anime he's sampling and that's why it can't be like 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 I, it would have been cool if like he had if you know maybe he had commissioned somebody to like make a like a cover drawing or whatever of him as an anime character like that would have been cooler because then it kind of would have combined both of like what's happening with um the covers so much more money <laughs> not necessarily i mean you can find like you know someone to just draw it for you nobody's but... drawing you an album cover like that like to like that like that quality for free because the person doing that of that I... quality value is going to charge you because they know you're using it anyway i mean it's possible, but you probably are going to pay for something like that to use it, right? Well, you pay a hundred bucks for an album cover, okay? But anyways, I I think I like the Spotify cover better, like as you were saying, because it fits better. But I get why he chose the other one well, as well. Fair enough. I mean, also like the other one feels more like 
in the vein of like a mixtape to catch the attention of a particular crowd whereas the um, the bronze album cover feels like better branding for himself like yeah um so that's super nifty with regards to it all i also like the title of bronze saints it feels like i don't know about the anime so without that context it just feels like a person who's trying to almost redefine what a saint is or realign it with a historical perception just on like the religious front of it right like mm-hmm. you know cesare borgia wasn't jesus <laughs> you know that's like the, the modern roman catholic jesus the white dude that you see is a guy named cesare borgia who you can go google and shit and that's not what jesus looked like so like i think it's a even a commentary maybe on like the religious angles of whitewashing of like a whole region of people that don't yo i went to israel right i like went there i was by far one of the whitest motherfuckers and when i say white i mean like i stood out like a sore fucking dumb you know like over there so that was a whole other part of it um i don't know about the greek mythology part but that probably plays into it too but even then all of it is bronze colored skin is what it's like referred to in that like era uh or at least how you would like picture it from the mediterranean it's definitely a, a term i'm used to cut uh, heard to like define it still i like the title a lot because it makes me think and i like titles that make me think i don't know if it yeah. fully explains to me what the fuck i'm getting into but i think it kind of does having listened to the project so i really like the um the title and find it like super apt on that note Let's uh, check out the first track, Asgard. All right. What do you think of this track, Bonnie? Um, I really like the beat on this one. Um, I thought like his flow was really great as well. Um, and he kind of like names off like some of like his favorite rappers. And, um, you know, he's kind of talking about that he's kind of, it's sort of like the intro to, I guess, like a comic book or like a superhero type uh, vibe or something and it's uh kind of like how he's going to like conquer the world and kind of how he's going to fight a lot of like the things that he disagrees with he talks about like gentrification and like things like that um and i thought that was kind of great because so he's obviously like aware of issues that are going on like in his world and like what's happening and like things that he's standing up for um and then at the end we have like that very short like kind of like comical skit sort of something like mf doom would do um and i think that that's just to introduce the next song sort of like a little kung fu sort of skit it sounded like um so yeah i mean it was fine it was short sweet uh i gave it a 4.4 on five i like it uh i definitely appreciate this track my first thought is and this is going to be more about like his career a little bit having not listened to a lot of it but yo if this is a 2019 project and let me go to the Spotify right quick. Since this album has come out, he has released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten whole albums Damn. since this album came out. And this album came out in July 2019. You guys released ten projects. You're gonna tell me that like they're not all gonna have raps like this? Of course they're all gonna have raps like this on this, right? Super tight, super precise, everything in the pocket everything fucking fly he's got that like bars feel to it like you know mm-hmm. kind of like that shit that people claim doesn't exist no more uh but like if you really look for it it's kind of like right there in this napoleon the legend track and i listened to this yeah. and i thought about like 
so many people trying to do so much with it but like not releasing enough music and i'm like napoleon the legend is like this fucking good like papoose and them are all this fucking good and they put out this guy put out 10 albums since this album and i'm like yo people don't release enough music you know like that's what i'm left with just as like a commentary on things like people don't release enough music like i keep trying to explain like i guess in my meta conversations of my life like maybe this like one album every year with like a two three singles really just doesn't compete if napoleon the legend can rap like this and drop that much music in such a short period of time he's not clearly worrying about a lot of the other shit he's just doing his thing and creating something you know who gives a fuck napoleon the legend fans that's who fucking cares napoleon the yep. legend fans fucking care okay so it's like who who is who is he trying to impress here you don't go clear you can tell he created a lore for this project he did all this shit just so that people who fuck with him and fuck with the things he's interested in have this fucking thing to listen to that's what that's like my first thoughts listening to this like it's really impressive the raps are incredible it seems to be like a mission statement for the launch of the superhero league you get the sense of i'm from this environment this era you see it like the mob deep block flooded when the gods speak it's an interesting time like you got the harsh crack era but also the god body kind of hip-hop inspiring elements brought in so i'm not saying that yeah there was some hood shit but there was a bigger purpose to it so you can see that that's kind of where it's like inspiration is and we can see that doubled in with the electronica is the first duty brings you know ray nazan goes but electronica is the first one he brings which to me is like a big statement about where he's at with it and who inspires him or pharaoh manch was also like super political with it you know and overall it's like this feels like uh i'm gonna bring hip-hop back kind of thing but yeah. he really does it from a really cool perspective i'm from this era or i've seen this era these are the people i think are legitimate he's rapping it in a way that is really reminiscent of the influences he's given the credit to He's kind of painting out this lifestyle, you know, big bags, fly ladies with sick tats, big dreams, bigger moves, it seems, you know, like this whole like era, what inspires him? And then he flows it down to what am I going to do? Ne name another rapper never lost in a feature. I don't fucking know. I hate when people make those fucking claims because you can always name another rapper. Then they all like, oh, that's not the same thing. Let's get past that whole thing. So fine. He's extremely talented with his shit. Calling out fraudulent inams and preachers, corrupt politicians to speak for your freedom. I speak for the streets, the villagers and farther farmers disenfranchised, gentrified like in Gotham. And I think that's fair. We can argue that hip hop has gone through a state of disenfranchisement and gentrification via a lot of this shit. And then it takes some people to come through and speak for like the authentic, the weak, the sick, the disabled, and the forgotten. Call Poe on the line and I'ma get it popping. So I like the fact that like he's really over here going, well first of all, the name like Napoleon the legend, you know, this conquest mentality comes through, right? Because yeah. Napoleon conquest look whatever. And then it's like, yo, I'm a conquest for this group of people. I come from this era. This is like my skill set. This is how we come through. This is what inspired me. And this is who I represent, and this is what I'm about. And I like that. Yeah. Um, on a distinction front, it's maybe not that distinct. I can guarantee you that if like this came on, blended with a lot of other stuff, 
it would just blend in perfectly and i might not like identify it really quickly as a as a distinct person on upon a first listen but when you dig in a little bit deeper like my third or fourth listen to this i was like yo this is like really really tight like it goes from being like it sounds good to like yo this is really tight like every syllable is perfectly placed the beats like fucking interesting to listen to the content's like interesting to listen to i wouldn't give it like the legendary status but it's a straight four and a half on five like it's it's one of those songs that makes me go, bro, I can't even try to rap like this. Like, there's no point. If Napoleon the Legend's here doing this, there's a, a thousand other people be doing this, and Napoleon the Legend is good in this compared to most people, bro, it's like too many people maybe go down this path without actually seeing what the fuck is out there. Because, like, yo, the amount of game you need on a pen to compete with shit like this is really high to a point where very yep. few people can actually do so. Now, Napoleon the Legend is clearly a guy who can hold his own here. And I respect that shit a lot because it's like one of those verses that makes me go, I am so glad I don't do this. <laughs> you know, I'm just so glad I don't do this because this exists. Uh, so 4.5 on 5. Within the realms of this whole, like, people who want that golden era shit but also want that, like, it's almost like Sarface. It really reminds me of Sarface. Yeah. And I really like that. Um, anyway, let's move on to the next track, Shaka the Virgo. Bernie, what do you think of this one? Um, I, I like this one. This one was like nice and smooth and easy to listen to um i think he's talking about like that three of his like enemies have died and that he's just kind of like moving on and doing all of that um he basically just sounds like pretty chill but also kind of like he doesn't fuck around you know like he's not like there to like waste time he's in it and he's grinding and he's doing what he needs to do and if the haters fall off then even better for him and yeah so that's pretty much it i think um oh and i really like the ad libs on like the hook like that pew, 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 yeah. obviously like the the fake gun sounds or whatever uh, <laughs> so i like this one i gave it a 4.4 on five so i was listening to this one and i, th I realized that like one of the things about the 1990s era hip-hop is a lot of like a lot of the classic albums are like a bunch of rap songs about how my rap is better than your rap. And they use like martial arts, braggadociousness, and a lot of different things to effectively say why my raps is better than your raps. And what I realized listening to this project is Napoleon the Legend is kind of doing that a little bit here, but via this like allegorical superhero virtue approach to it right and you feel yeah. like you feel just that with the references like alkaline monk malachi hard localize i'm like i kind of get what that means i think i remember what malachi is i don't fully remember what malachi is hard times valentine's three falls flatline okay. i'm like i don't know if this is from the anime all i do know is that to fully break down that these bars are brilliant i would have to like google a lot more than i did and I'm like, that's fair. This is like niche. And I really like it. But oh, it's Arabic for angel or messenger? Mm, that's what Malachi is. Because Malachi is from the Bible or whatever. I do remember that. Three flows is flat. Oh, that does relate to Malachi. That does happen. See, the bar is great. Okay, I remember the story of Malachi better. And Anyway, sorry. But like, that's kind of the <laughs> thing. Like, when you get it, it's really cool. Now, I want to give Napoleon the Legend a lot of credit here. His songs are really re listenable. As in, like, yeah, there's a lot of bars and shit, 
but you can kind of like zone the fuck out and not really listen to what he's saying and he just flows over it because that's that's one of my new tests actually for albums is to not listen to your album it sounds kind of weird but can i listen to your album without listening to your album and still give a shit about your album because unless you can achieve that i don't know if you're really in that classic range you're really up there and i was walking this was just on and like i hit this great state of not paying attention that was perfect and i really yes. because the the grooves are really nice and shit and then the hook this is where it really impressed me because a lot of people can write the bars part of it the verse is really great it's super tight all the bars make sense they're all really brilliant i'm sure if i googled everything everything it would be great the general sense of it is he's back he's gonna come through with his team and fuck you up with his rapping yeah. and if you come at him it's honestly a 1990s hip-hop song but just done with this niche today um even down to the chorus like it just felt so 90s like we never sweat your little shots and it's just so good like it feels so fucking good to listen to this right um and it's just tight and it's just so like good at what it is as far as the the lyrics like i don't really know all the references he's talking about so i don't fully appreciate them but i still really enjoy listening to it like unmasked devil mortal combat specials hidden jewels everywhere gotta unpack the bezels that's cool um it's all right like it sounds good to listen to everything's in the pocket but it's definitely in the range of an album where there's like either you get it or you don't i think and that's what it is with these like mm. kind of more underground lyrical style things where like the focus is on the brilliance of the poetry and the poetry is brilliant but if i don't get the poetry being brilliant you gotta have like that thing to make me want to re-listen to it to that end i would still re-listen to it and never even bother to google half the shit i would just <laughs> maybe get the bars maybe not but I, I think that that's like what like a lot of people do. They just listen to it and obviously they just take it like as is and they don't necessarily look into, oh, what does this mean? What does that mean? And then it's like, you know, when we do this, it clicks a lot better, like Malachi or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know what that meant, but it, may, it meant something to you when you read the whole line. But so. I think like the more important part is that he sounds great over it. Like he, mm -hmm. his voice comes off like an instrument. Yeah. It's just perfectly fits the melodies the the vocal inflections all of that shit is just masterfully done really well done so i'm really impressed again with this um it's another 4.5 on me i don't necessarily care about like the content as in like i don't have an emotional attachment to like anything he's saying here i'll be real with you but as a rapper as an mc who's just in reverence of his skill Yo, I'm in reverence of his skill. Like this is one of those guys that feel, makes me feel humbled listening to him because it's so pristine and it's so tight. Um, all right, let's move on. I guess to the next one. Uh, cool. Shiru the Dragon. So I do want to acknowledge because Mr. Napoleon the Legend may watch this for reals. Um, that this is apparently based on an anime, and so there's a bigger theme to the album that I'm not getting. Cause I don't yeah, know that. I don't anime. really know anything about anime either. I've never but it's interesting because I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, cause I could very well be wrong about this. Cause I don't really know anything about this. Um, anime comes from Japan. It's whereas Kung Fu comes from China. So it's interesting that he's using kind of like two, what I think it's two separate things to kind of like, kind of give it like that Asian-y vibe. Like, I don't know. I just, 
felt it more like there's a lot of martial arts in anime, I think. Or and I wanted like, to like mention because like I don't, um, I don't know anime it, that well. <laughs> like it's hard yeah, for me. The way I see anime is it's an art style and a genre of like manifestation of things, right? Like, but otherwise it's everything. It's just TV and like like a lot of things, but it's just a manifestation. Like it could be drama, it could be comedy, it could be action, it could be everything. Like I've I've had people like spend the last. Mm-hmm. 12 fucking years trying to pitch me on anime and every time i look at them i'm like yo this looks like an addiction i can't afford to take on in my life because it looks too good it does look too good don't get me wrong um but apparently this is an anime about greek mythology and there's nothing to do with martial arts fair enough um but there's still that like energy that like there's still that sort of like what sounds like the samples of like kung fu movies like that's why i'm like six backgrounds gi kong activated chi is more I underestimate poke your eyes out like on Bruce Lee. I mean, like, I totally get the kung fu vibes. Even if it has nothing to do with the anime, all I'm doing is, like, we hear the bars. We hear the energy yeah. of what's coming in, but without the context of the anime, right? Like, I don't know what this yeah. thing's about. I never even heard yeah. about it. And, like, uh, something that, you know, Ismail mentioned is that there's not... Um you know, it's not common to have like anime, like influenced albums. And I don't know if that's necessarily true everywhere, because I imagine that, you know, in like Asia, where like um, anime is like huge, like I'm sure that, you know, there's rappers there too, right? So I'm I sure mean, there's like Chinese and Japanese rappers that are kind of kind of making references to anime, if, if that's what they grew up watching. and. Uh, I totally separate anime from comics too, by the way. Anime is just, to me, like an art style that is animated in a certain way. Um, Yeah. And I don't, again, like I'm saying this kind of just off of like secondhand knowledge, but I think the real reason that a lot of people haven't done it a lot is honestly because it's like whenever you make some super niche shit, like it goes over a lot of people's heads. So you have to really just be wanting to make some shit you love for the people that would love it. And if people don't get it, like you have to kind of be okay with that, which is where I think the underground gets really cool in life. People just make, like, I love the fact that Napoleon, the legend created this project out of something he loved. Like this, the idea of it is is wonderful to me. And when I listen to it, I feel like this project is cohesive by the way, and does move along this plot of like ethics and virtue that gets put forth like it's not so much i'm a better rapper than you is the core it is it's more honestly you feel like he's a warrior going into mm. a world with a lot of corruption and sin and he's like arming himself for this battle to let go through and it reminds me of playing rpgs i feel like this has the plot of like a jrpg i would have played like back in the day and on that front it's like mad cool to me yo when i hear dragon ro- armor on my back rocket with some pride i'm picturing like fucking dragon quest or breath of fire and all the shit back in the day you know so it's like as much as it might be about one thing it's still tapping into a whole bunch of shit for me that like kind of is cool um yeah i don't know what shiru my favorite in athena's i mean i'm sure that has some real references but like i love i don't know you yeah, why don't you tell us what you think about it um well anyways this one the song features uh nejma uh nefertiti i think i've got her name right um so 
from what I took away from this was that it starts off with like another sample from a Kung Fu movie. So I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I assumed it was. Um, and this song definitely has a very uh, like Chinese influenced sound, like the instruments sound like they're like a Chinese instrument, like something that I hear when I think of like Chinese music. Um, and I think that that's really cool. Um, so I really liked uh, Nejma. She has like pretty great. All of her bars were great. Um, she seems pretty smart. I like that she says like sipping on some dandelion tea while I read every day perfecting my flow. We can always exceed. So I like that she reads. She seems like a kind of down to earth girl. She's just, you know, sipping her tea. Um, and dandelion tea is like pretty like, I don't know, it seems to be like you know, part of the new hippie movement. Um, I keep seeing like all the hippies drinking that. Um, so I like that. And, um, you know, and she's just trying to like always do better. And I think that that's kind of what we're all trying to do. Um, so this one's good. Uh, the beat and like the music is just like really, just really nice to listen to. Like, I really like that. Um, and he's kind of singing about, you know, the same sort of thing that he is still learning and he is still growing, but he's also like still hella good though. Like he's kind of like acknowledging that he's not a bad rapper. And um, and he talks, he mentions that he's the defender of the earth. Hello. Um, so that's always very cool. I always appreciate that. Um, and at the end, we have a sample of what I think is another Kung Fu or the same, I don't know, not, uh, I assumed it was a Kung Fu sample, um, and it's in French. Anime. It's in French. Um, and I don't think that any of the other ones that we've heard so far are in French, but I thought that that was really interesting. And then I looked him up and everything, and he grew up, I think, in France, or he part of his life was spent in France. So I think that that was kind of cool that he's kind of using all of his like international travels and times and everything that he, wherever he was, it seems like he kind of has like, you know, from his story a little bit off of this album, it seems like he has kind of an international family. So um, I think it's really cool that uh, in, anyways, part of it was in French. And so, yeah, it was good. I like this one. I gave it a 4.5. It was really just enjoyable to listen to. I like it, too. I feel like it is a cool energy. It's got like a chiller vibe to it. Um, and it just feels like like the whole first verse is honestly, like, protect your inner peace and, and focus on your inner strength and, like, build yourself up and, like, be yeah. cool with who you are. And I really like that vibe. I feel like it's super tight. It has, like, a strong thing. She sounds really powerful. Um, and it just sounds like, again, back in that, like, believe in yourself. Don't let other people tell you who you can be. Take pride in your ancestry. Take pride in who you are. And that's why, like, when you think about the people that he was mentioning in the first track and the inspiration that he was pulling from, it's a lot of that. Like, take pride in who you are within your community kind of rappers moving into this. So, like, I think it's really cool that, like, I think a double over of this project is to kind of give people a bit of a manual to like look at themselves and build themselves up to be the kind of superhero, to be the bronze saint within this world, to be that light that puts out, cause I could think about what a saint is, right? Like it's a person that ultimately lived in such a righteous and influential way in the world that they were sainted. Um, so it's cool to me. Uh, the chorus is another great chorus. I think the chorus is really where Napoleon the legend like stands out. 
Um, a lot of like people can't make a hook. I mean, it is what it is. The hooks aren't hooks. They're like repetitious parts that sound like verses. That's not a chorus. This is a chorus. It's got a completely different vibe, but more importantly, it gets stuck in your head with a bit of an earworm moves, and you kind of find yourself singing along to this shit. You're, I'm, I don't know. Like again, I don't know what Shiru uh, favorite in Athena's eyes even fucking means, but it's stuck in my head, so that made it a good chorus, um, and uh, it just flows and it rides the beat really well. And the production on this project is really great. I really like the fact that he produced it and like it kind of like created this thing that just fits perfectly with everything he does, and. I don't know that a lot of people can pull that off. I feel like a lot of people who produce their own music, it's it's not like as eloquently interesting as a co as what Napoleon the Legend is doing here. So I want to give him props for that as well because the it feels like a story in a way that really justifies it, where it's almost like nobody else could have told it, so he just did it himself. Like, and I really respect that. Um, then his verse is cool. Uh, I again, like I don't feel myself feeling like any of the bars are like super duper quotable it's more like i really enjoy the overall vibe of how he delivers it the overall essence of like leveling up making yourself stronger even that going as far as like milliseconds like at a flow point milliseconds really is how you would improve to a point where your flow is just tighter than the next guys you know and i, I like it I like the fact that he's like, I'm going to just keep training and perfecting and being great and elevating yeah. until I'm the best. And I'm like, fair. That that That's a strong way to approach it. Um, I'm left with like a, like a 4.35 on this one. I enjoy listening to it. Um, but I feel like it's more like at this point in the project, like if you're into this, this is the project. And then if you're not into it, well, this is the project. It's kind of the sense you're at with it. We're still going to go through the rest of it because I really fucking like this. This is a very enjoyable project. Don't get me wrong. But from the reviewer point of view, usually about three to four tracks in, you get the idea if it's going to be like mad consistent or if it's going to be like all over the place. And I feel like we're going down the mad consistent route. Um, so let's check out the title track then, Bron Saints. Before Bonnie talks about it, I'm sitting there literally going six dots Krillin. I'm like, oh, I get that bar. Because Shalom with no hair, six dots Krillin. That's a Dragon Ball Z bar, right? I know that shit. Because Dragon sure. Ball Z was like the hottest shit when I was young. So I actually watched like the first like two seasons of that shit before I was like, bro, this show is the same thing forever. It's like a, there's a four plot like run down a Dragon Ball Z. Like four episodes on repeat. Episode one is they talk. <laughs> Episode two is they talk and a little conflict appears. Episode three is they talk for a couple minutes big fight episode four is they talk about what just happened and then repeat that shit um anyway i'm not trying to hate i know dragon ball z is a lot about like energy but this was like my teenage interpretation of that show trying to get into it still krillin is one of the dudes and he's got no hair and he's got six dots but then it said piccolo and i'm like yo piccolo doesn't have six dots what am i missing piccolo's the green dude and then i googled piccolo just now and he like didn't the instrument? No, it's a green dude in Dragon Ball Z. It's just a green guy in the character. Oh, does a piccolo the instrument have six dots? Maybe hey, that's what it might. is. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Instrument. Now we're gonna check that out. Because I'm curious. Now I'm invested in this one fucking bar. Um I don't know how how to even know. How many, look at how many holes does a piccolo have? 
uh, it's hard. Well, and it looks like it has more than six. I don't fucking know. Maybe that's what it is. Still, okay, I'm gonna move on from that bar. But that's what I mean. That's where like I'm at with these bars. So like they're really cool. And when you really put the time and effort into thinking about them, like they're really like consistently put out. Unfortunately for me, a lot of these bars are tapping into source materials and references I'm super not familiar with. So it's like a high effort pursuit to go through a lot of it. But I really love this song. Still, what do you think about it? Uh, sorry, I was just looking at Piccolo. Um, <laughs> uh, I was looking at the instrument. Um, but anyways, this is, um, it's a good one. I really like this one. I really like the beat. Um, this is sort of like his story. Um, you know, it's sort of his, uh, rags to riches story. Um, he really just has like a fantastic flow and I really enjoy like his like rhyme play, like half of, like, it seems like half of like, uh, one verse is like one sort of like rhyme scheme. And then like the second half is another sort of rhyme scheme. And I liked that he does that. Um, and then, you know, he says like, I'm from the future, can't copy shit too brand new. So I like that, that he's like, he's he's doing something that nobody else is doing and he can't be copied because he's from a different time. Um, a Chu Bamboo, Panda Kung Fu, when I come through, I'm like Sun Tzu. Uh, everybody want to come through drinking plum juice take your head and punt you so i like that kind of like rhyme scheme um i like he talks about like sun Tzu. um i don't know it's it's pretty cool it's very like impressive bars i like the flow i like everything uh, about this song really it's pretty great um it's just two like fantastic verses uh back to back and he too is omnipotent like your girl um <laughs> So yeah, I like this one. It's toit. Um, I give it a four point seven five on five. What do you think? I think it's really strong. Like this one is like a bit of a standout compared to the other ones. Like I feel like we elevated in quality a little bit. The verse is really tight, as in compact with a lot of syllables, but like it's not boring. Like it's not stuffing. It's more like this is really exemplified with the won't even punch you programming Jones out to hunt you. That's a cool bar. That's like i feel like that's what like a future boss is gonna be like if you really want to just go in like a crazy little tangent just like imagine the future of like like actual street combat like when drones can be equipped with weapons low-key like it costs 200 to get like a weaponized drone like imagine that fucking universe anyway i don't know if i really want to i was just that's what i heard when i when he said that i'm like that's actually fucking plausible yeah is you dumb dude you dumb i like that a lot that's like kind of talking to other people but especially after that last line where he's like showing a bit of visionary thinking and then in a, in a general sense he's a person who's clearly put in all this training and gone through all of this shit and he's like you know worked so hard to master his shit and then it's like you come across people and you're just kind of left with like these these ops these haters these people and it's just like yo is you dumb dude you fucking dumb i'm eating dumpling with brew it just sounded really good and it uses the dumb again I don't know 100% the, the relevance, but that's okay. I don't I don't get it. Dumb diddy dumb, dumb dumbs if I bump into you. I like that because it's playing on that dumb diddy dumb dumb thing. I like that that like hook from back in the day. Fits yep. it in seamlessly, but also like adds into this like notion of people being like dumb that he's not into and how he's going to deal with it. Something to prove, nothing to lose, jump in the coop, doing my numbers the best he'll ever be is number two. Fair enough. I like that. True. It's braggadocious, but it's just cleverly written. It's like tripling the fuck down on the word dumb and, and like overly 
going through it. I still don't fully get the eating dumplings with brew. Maybe that's a little bit there to keep the flow. But, like, maybe it's not, right? Maybe there's this, like, whole context to the anime where people are going to hear that shit and be like, I get it. Which is why I'm trying to learn how to just say, I don't fucking get it. Whatever. Somebody else can get it. And it's for them. What is really important is that it sounds fucking great to listen to this shit. It just sounds amazing. The way he, like, flows over it. And then that chorus. Oh, my gosh. That is, like, the best chorus that is really strong. It's got that triumphantness to it. Like the way he sings it is dope. It's just so unexpected. You're not expecting like this fucking Gregorian styled fucking vocals like to come yeah. through and you just want to get your fucking phalanx gear on with your shield and your fucking <laughs> spear and your bronze equipment and fucking rush into combat and hand to hand like you know like I don't know. You get that vibe off of it. Yeah. Dane does the second verse, and uh, I like how it's cool. I like how he does a little bit of, like, shit. Like, smelling my roses while I'm alive, I know the fragrance. Like, I'm not waiting on other people. I know the playlist and the gatekeepers. I don't blame them. And I'm like, oh, oh, we talking about some real shit there. Because uh, I don't blame them either, but I know them too. I don't blame them. People got to eat, right? I know it's rather yeah. blatant how Paola got him famous. Oh, is he doing this? He is doing this. That's the facts of the game. Everybody acts like talent matters. Talent doesn't matter quite as much as Paola. People don't get that. Um, a lot of people, a lot of my peers don't get that. A lot of my peers believe that being an amazing rapper inherently is going to like get it. Now, Napoleon the Legend dropped 10 projects probably at his quality in the last like two years. You know what I'm saying? Like, Paola gets you a lot more famous on a single single than like pushing shit. If you're talking about fame, not legacies. Not careers, not even sustainability and fiscals, just fame. I know the challenge that energy inside of men that see you shining and it spark jealousy inside of men. I know the third world. I know the islands. I know the violence. So many died moment of silence. And I find that interesting, too, how like a lot of people are so focused on other people's fame and they're jealous of it without understanding the dynamics of how it was achieved, that they overlook shit like what's actually going on in the world. And then he brings it yeah. there. And I'm like, yo, I kind of, I can't empathize. Like I used to feel the way until I saw the third world that one time. And I'm like, oh, maybe my life's blessed. And now my attitude changed. I'm still not as humble as I'd like to be, but trust compared to before that time, it's big differences. And I really like the second verse a lot because I feel like in a sense, we break the fourth wall and kind of come through and show his energy in a way that is really relatable i even like that where it's like a mark of wisdom pillar of pride yet vilified fuck that i'm dillified godzilla hide identified as the torchbearer that i thought was super cool too just the idea of like owning the idea of being vilified and then flick that to like i'm dillified which is dope because dilla but then godzilla hide like now nah, like godzilla it's like i think godzilla is not really a villain right like he appears to be a villain it's like the whole point of that i might be wrong about my godzilla lore but i know a lot of people out there love the godzilla i digress this song's really stand out this is one of those like super tight tracks that like i fucks with a lot i'll give it like a 4.75 on 5 um really awesome track let's let's move on to saiva's theme Saya's theme Saya's theme my bad what do you think about this one? Um, so he started talking about kind of growing up lost, um, but also like knowing like his true path and kind of like staying away from like bad things and just figuring out 
where he kind of needs to be. Um, and this one kind of like gave me a more of like a, like there's something about it that gave me like a Western vibe. Like it made me think of like cowboys. I don't know. There was something about like the beat or like the vibe. I don't know something about it. Um, and he talks about how he likes anime because, you know, they, you know, maybe he's specifically talking about Seiya. I didn't realize that that was a particular one. Um, but he's sort of talking about that he likes them because they stand up for something like these characters, like who like fight uh, the bad in the world. So he, he appreciates that. And that's kind of like, you know, they're essentially role models for him. Um, so kind of he believes in himself and he's never going to give up and he's going to keep on uh, fighting for what he believes in too. Um, so it's a good message. I really like it. Um, and at the end, we do have another sample in French uh, again, which is nice. So I give this one a 4.25 on five. I really like this one on that like poetry front. Like it's really like fun to think about. Like Mozart kept my nose into art. Some days it felt lost like I'm in the Ozarks. Now I'm just picturing like the Netflix start of the show and how it had like the four pictures and symbols that were going to foreshadow what the episode was about. And you spent half <laughs> the episode. Anyway, Ozarks. It's a good show. Uh, well, it's a good show until it wasn't. Anyway, Mozart is. I mean, it's also a good place, I guess, too. Yeah. And then but you can picture being lost in the Ozarks because of that show, I believe, um, which was more relevant, I think, in 2019. Um Moms used to send me postcards telling me she loved me. That meant the world to me, and it got me through the ugly. And I love that part, too, because it just shows the power how something like a mother's love or just affection and people caring about you are that significant that those almost little isolated moments, like a soldier looking at a picture of a loved one in war, can psychologically get you through a very intense situation. And throughout this track, you get the sense that it was kind of like being young and fast living and complicated and everything. And while he did feel inspired and stuff, the environment that he was in was complicated. And I really feel like that was that was nifty. Like the idea of knocking on doors to get a record execs, Jimmy Iovine saw us, they almost arrest us. Like, can you imagine busting into the Interscope offices on some run up in there shit? And then Jimmy Iovine is trying to call the cops on you type thing. Like, bro, a lot of people say they did a lot of things to do a lot of things. That is some real shit. Like, and I don't even mean it, like, in a negative way. I mean, like, that is a level of dedication and passion of trying to figure shit out and maybe being misguided about it, but still having that passion that is crazy. Trying to get the radio stations to play, trying to get through it, getting into fights, being young and just out there. And I love the way he paints this picture. The only lyric I was, like, kind of caught up on was, young frank sinatra and i did it my way because it just makes me think of logic like i'm not gonna lie I, I also i didn't make a comment on that just because i feel like i've heard that in like a thousand several times. songs <laughs> so many times i mean like i feel like it's the, classic but i feel like it's the kind of bar my mom would write into a track when she thought she was being clever because she could figure that one out but it's still a good bar and i'm not trying to hate on it like it was just I can't hear young Frank Sinatra and not think of logic. Like, I feel like people, like logic ruined the idea of that for me. Like, I, cause I think about it and I don't even dislike logic. It's just, all I could think about was logic for the next 15 seconds of this track. And I thought that was a I super mean, nifty I just thing like Frank Sinatra. worth mentioning cause it, it happened. Um, and then I like how the second part of the track where this little, little break turns into something where it's almost like, 
I moved on, you know, like I got these opportunities. Um, I escaped this shit and music's uh, music's going to make my way out. I like when he's like, believe me, man, when I tell you, you think shit sweet. Ain't nobody going to give you shit unless they eat. Unless you coughing up paper, you'll be coughing up tears. Many skeletons buried in a coffin of fear. And I, I feel like, man, a lot of people here talk about how some of these things are local. And then you hear this track, right? And he's basically complaining about the same shit Montreal rappers complain about in the sense of like how hard it is and how complicated and how pay to play it is and how this it is. And it's just, I think more people should listen to other rappers in other cities when they like talk about this kind of shit so they can see that like this is just like a around the world problem. So you running away from your city isn't going to fix it because you're just going to go find that problem in a new city. Um, yeah. Anyway, dropping these bombs, 85 West Philly. It's still free mamba, still got our fist up. When you really believe, then you never give up. And I really like how he ends it. It's all complicated. He shows us a back in the day times about how passionate and on that grind he was. And he ends it with, we still doing it regardless. Because this is just what we about. Uh, this one's a four and a half on five to me. I feel like it's a really cool track. It really sounds well. I mean, the last one was pretty fucking stellar. But this one's also really good too. Uh, let's move on then to Seventh Sense. All right, Bonnie, what do you think about this? Um, so this song features B-Bass. I just wanted to mention that. I don't think we did. Um, so I find like the, like the opening or like the kind of prevailing message that we are warriors. Um, I find like that is, it just makes me think of like, we are farmers um like the commercial for i don't know insurance or something um <laughs> so like that's just what it kept reminding me of um so but i liked the flow i thought it was really good um and i like that he kind of says like everything he does is black history like it doesn't matter what month it is like it's always um and so like anyways this one was fine but it wasn't necessarily like my favorite although parts of it were great like i liked kind of like the messaging and I like the flows and I like everything. Um, but for me, like this one was just sort of like him talking about like how he's going to keep on fighting and how like, you know, he's going to keep on living his life until he dies and he's going to keep fighting for what he believes in. Um, so I thought that that was really good. So I don't have too much to say on this one. I gave it a 4.25. Yeah. This one is super strong. I feel like the chorus is reminiscent of the chorus of Bronze Saints, but just a little less good, but still in that same like vein of things. And I really like it. Um, and I agree with the sense that this is just such a powerful song. Like, like the sentiment of being like, I like, honestly, it just feels like we are black. We are excellent and we need to love each other more. And I really think it's yeah. strong. Like, I feel like the second verse really has this profound part. Tore my heart out of my chest when my dad passed. And then I seen Ye proudly sport a mega hat. But it's cool. And I uh, forgive him. We forgiven folks. We need to come together more instead of dissing folks. I thought that was an interesting thing to actually put into a rhyme, right? Like a lot of people yeah. are very quick to, to diss and to hate and to talk a lot of things about a lot of things. But not a lot of people are so willing to just like openly forgive. And I see this all the time, like people just like ostracize, like left, right and center, like one move too far, boom, you're done. And it's like, yo, we all fucked up, you know, like in our past and we've all done like kind of dumb shit. Like it's almost as if everyone expects everyone to follow this like fucking ridiculous standard 
of like perfection in a sense and nobody even can achieve it so it's like probably more important to be forgiving and coming together instead of just fucking dissing like there might be reasons that we don't understand and there may be ignorance that needs to be like cured so to speak but we can't do that with the alienations like yeah. i'm sick of most posts i'm gonna unfollow anything not following the universal law models them hate missiles they be launching is real my circle is strong we accomplish and build and i think that's that's an interesting point so you can be forgiving folks but at the same time if the energy's wrong get the fuck up out that place because that energy is going to fuck with what you're building and i think that's a really like big thing too something i'm learning a lot about is how to like manage that how to manage the people who like how to like how to just like forgive but also like not let the negative shit in right because there's a lot of it out there and a lot of people are are kind of dark so how do you learn how to like actually forgive people while dealing with that and not becoming this like dissy mcdiss face type i don't know um then i just love how like no matter the odds we're going to like reach into our souls and like fucking achieve the greatness because we're built for this and we're going to do it and i just think it's really strong like it's a really strong verse it's a really powerful song um it it, i don't know i the first verse is great too i just feel like it's really straightforward um i learned how to achieve based on kind of my instinct and trusting who i am rather than the outward influences and by trusting in who i am i was able to tap into the essence of like my history and and achieve great things and i really like also that every time i rap it's black history who would have thought uh history would have thought it was february and i think that that idea inherently is true like technically every black person that does anything is black history and it should be celebrated as such and i don't know why like there's such like a hesitance especially even in a local end like if you really as to like the white folk out there if you really bought that black history are you like celebrating your black friends's local history and shit like do you care i don't know that's what i thought about when i heard that the chorus is fucking strong it's 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 really just holds the song together and really just kind of manifests everything in like a chant you can just see like a whole stadium singing this with like lights and shit and it'd be fucking beautiful uh i get a song 4.5 i really like it i feel like it's got this mantra-esque power to it let's move on to the middle point of the album wailing wall all right bonnie what do you think of this one um this one is definitely more like pensive sounding um so he's just kind of thinking about like you know his life and everything about it and kind of like what he's standing up for and like kind of his thoughts um i really like the piano it was very like nice gentle piano uh mixed in so he's kind of also talking about like issues with his family and kind of like how you know he stayed and he supported his family and he did what he could um you know and he kind of toughed it out a little bit and you know he's saving his money to you know i think he's trying to get to new york or he's in new york um trying to get by and he's splitting costs with people and he's trying to like you know save money by like sharing a a metro pass um and things like that and you know he's also kind of talking about like it's how important it is to cherish your life and like kind of how tough it can be and so to appreciate you know the the time that you have here 
So it's kind of, it's very nice. It's sentimental and it's powerful at the same time. So I like this one. I gave it a 4.35. I feel like this is cool because like, I almost feel like he's breaking the fourth wall a bit and just kind of talking to the fans and just the people who are going to listen to this kind of a little bit breaking beyond the, the role of the character. Like you saw my demons, you saw my dreams, you saw my, my weakest when I lost and grieved. And if you think about a lot of artists, right, when they're going through like the worst parts of their lives, they just kind of write it out and put it out on display. And, you know, a lot of people do a lot of fucking crazy escapist shit. Like, you know, think about the drug addictions and all of the different things that really get glorified in the lifestyles that get pursued, the things you see on Instagram, the way people pursue lives. A lot of these people are just trying to escape pain and it's just glorified. And it's almost like, you're supposed to live in this like self-deprecating terrible way not to say it's terrible but a lot of the habits are actually harmful to us and we just do it for fun because it's how we live um and so you know you feel like this sense of the first verse where it's like he's living this like almost dream life grateful to be in new york doing all this shit but it's like inside of himself it's not it's not like correct it doesn't feel right it isn't the the world that it's supposed to be like he's wasting his potential like he thought about the sacrifices of how his parents brought him overseas and all this shit and then his sister disappears and it's like yo that's got to be scary and shit but yo i just want to comment on his flow and his use of pauses here it's all like fucking pristine he's just each line is like intricately snugly put into like the fucking pocket with all of these little pauses but there were no ad libs or anything it just kind of like let the line like resonate like the gap between my sister was gone nobody knew where she went it's just like it feels like those pauses add so much to the storytelling and i really like the effect of that on his flow he does it a lot but it's yeah. really good here um so then his parents split up because it was complicated over that situation and then he was presented with this you can stay here or you can go back i guess to france um and then he picked america because at the end of the day it just felt like the best thing and then you got this rocket launch chorus, you know, life kicks you in the ass no matter what. You got to, like, you know, appreciate life. But that every minute is a minute closer till I die line is something that resonates. Like, yo, I realized at a certain point that, yeah, today, being in my 30s, a lot of people live to, like, 90 and shit. But, like, yo, people used to only live to, like, 55, 60. Like, that used to be, like, the normal age to die. So, like, I'm, like past the halfway point of life up until very recently you know so i, I kind of like think about shit like that a lot and all the minutes that you do and what you use with your time like that's all you have right that's all you really have all of this is just stuff that we create so cherishing moments and having fun shit's supposed to be important you know like i guess you know all the bad stuff the hours you waste obsessing on shit you can't control all that crap i don't know and then i like how in the second verse it's almost like now he's doing really well and he's being kind of reflective on shit like yo now that i'm doing okay let's talk about it for real real um you know it's kind of expensive to be in new york and it was like yo it's kind of like i was broke off the jump and i almost lost where i lived and all these really hard shits came through and it's like yo you might see us doing well you might see some shit but really i'm on a sardine diet of hummus and rice cakes going half on metro cards you know like having to yep. split the metro card with somebody that's rough donated clothes all this shit working overtime because in new york hard to get paid for shows same thing in montreal and that's 
to say when you think I'm doing so grand, never base someone's life on what they post on the gram. So still, in light of that, though, he dug himself out. He flipped his life around. He did all the damn things, and he's fucking achieving it because you you can pull it off, and you can kind of, like, get to that point where your momentum is proper. And when you do get there, it's like you did it. There's no turning back. Yeah. You're committed to the life. And I really respect this song a lot because it feels so candid. And it also outlines, like, how hard it fucking really is in terms of, like, yo, a lot of us might like struggle with a lot of different things off cam like yo hard to pay bills or like how am i ever gonna fucking do this next thing or all these other things that like yo the stress is serious sometimes and the fact is there is a breaking point where like you can you can bust off and all of a sudden you just have the momentum and the team and all of a sudden you can focus on the things that matter while other people focus on the parts they all play and it's like, damn, all of it, like, it's just seeing it, it's so encouraging. Um, and a reminder that, like, you just kind of have to grind shit out. And then inevitably, after you've grinded it out long enough, which is probably a good decade of your life, you'll get to the greener pastures and shit. I'm going to give this one, like, a 4.35 on 5. It's also nifty that it's called The Wailing Wall. I've been to The Wailing Wall. So, like, I mean, I don't know. It's where you would go and, like, you write your prayer on a piece of paper and you like stick it in the wall and shit so like it almost feels like in a sense this song is like a prayer that he's putting into the wailing wall of the existence of the universe or whatever anyway the next track is a uh, gold cloth All right bunny how are you feeling about uh the gold cloth track um so music seems to be kind of where he really truly shines like that's kind of like what he's kind of talking about um and he kind of mentions that he like may have asperger's but like he just he's just gonna keep on doing it and like, he doesn't really like let that bother him so much um and that he just wants to make the world a better place than when he entered it and like that's kind of like the overall message of this one that he's just trying to be a good guy and he's just trying to do the right thing and stay on the right path and you know it's good and you know it goes to show that you know he's he's very driven and he's smart and he knows what he wants so i like this message it was nice it was uh powerful it was it was good it was very good um so i gave it a 4.3 on five I never heard of Pythagoras bar like so much, but young Pythagoras, <laughs> that pinnacle raw slash cynical identical to none, that's a good bar, using the mathematics in it. Because, yo, sure. you know what drives me freaking bonkers? A bunch of musicians talking about how they don't know algebra. Like, bro, bars is algebra. Your flow is algebra. Honestly, if you really break it down at, like, a mathematical level, music is math. So, like, all you have to do is understand the math of the music you can find a flow that's all it is it's timings it's just that's that's music it's just math anyway but it's good math it's sexy math i like the math a lot um but i really like this track it's it's really fucking cool um that whole like matter of fact i lay my wax with mathematics like yo i've been kind of touching on that god body shit for, like mentioning it because that's what he's been doing i realized what i liked about this album compared to a lot of the lyrical and I use lyrical in a bit of a goofball term. Everything's lyrical. But it, you know what I mean when I say lyrical. Y'all know what I mean. Because these people say lyrical this and that all the time. And it's only those <laughs> people who say lyrical. So this shit yeah. comes off lyrical like that. Only it's not. It's just way better. This whole album has like this like self-help tutorial vibe to it. Where like 
if you're listening to this and maybe your self-esteem and your confidence ain't in like the strongest place because of life circumstances or whatever as you listen to this album and the songs come through it and it feels like it instills in you this sense of strength and to take pride within one's own identity and to like be comfortable with who you are and to like practice and to persevere and to struggle beyond it all and i really fucks with that shit i really really do um so on my so like when you get that on my hero's journey a young lab with a purpose if you never heard if you heard me last year i was just scratching the surface and if you think about how he's done 10 albums since this fuck me eh? busy guy antisocial sometimes they said i had asperger's and i like that line a lot because yo when you read asperger's and you think about it like yo like when you look at some of this shit a lot of people are kind of like in that vibe where people think that but they often tend to be people who are like workaholic perfectionist who really do things like spend all the hours studying and, and working to do it like yo you're not you're, you're possibly on a spectrum at that point regardless to whether it's true or not you know you kind of gotta pay it no mind you just focus on what you gotta do and run it mm -hmm. so i like the fact that he acknowledges the complications of dealing with people but then also focuses on the divine entities of life to lace it with his music and then for the rest of the track you just get this sense of like i'm gonna train myself into the machine a person so that i can be the hero in this world battling the villains and like come through it and be like an inspiration and be something powerful out there like yo as the war rages uh, war rages your life will go through four phases the birth the challenge aftermath and the changes and when i heard that i'm like that's kind of true you're born then there's some challenges then there's the aftermath of those challenges and then there's whatever changes or not that you choose to implement and that is kind of what happens with your life and then if yeah. you think about that in a more metaphorical way that's every phase of your life so in the new phase of your life you go through a birth and a challenge i use this rpg metaphor where you level up to the next set of monsters that kick the shit out of you you could argue that that's just like this path for every venture and every everything you do in life and it's just really cool to just kind of hear him concisely break it down this one's a, f a fucking great track i give it a, a 4.5 on 5 um plus nice. the beats great and all that shit i feel like all the beats are good and they vibe really well they're like similar but different they flow really well cohesively but definitely it's a, a similar but different like, like if you're not into the overall sound you might not really be vibing as much by track eight but i like it so let's talk about icky the phoenix okay all right bonnie how do you feel about this one um, well, I like this one. He's kind of like talking about that he, you know, feels powerful and I feel like he feels connected to his roots because he's like kind of wearing like they're, he's talking about wearing African jewelry and things like that. And I think that that's kind of, you know, cool and important that he's kind of showing off his culture through his um, jewelry choices. Um, he's kind of talking about like, if you know about like good hip hop, then why are you making shitty hip hop? Like he's kind of like questioning that. And obviously I think he's talking about like someone or something that like kind of like pissed him off a little bit. Um, and he's kind of just letting his feelings out, I guess. Um, but like not in like an aggressive way, but just kind of like in a kind of questioning way. Um, and like, it's really smooth as well. Um, and everything, that he's gone through good or bad has brought him here today 
and now you know who he is because of like the mistakes he's made because of the things that he's done in his life the changes and the you know whatever route that he's followed like he is here now today and like he like that is his legend that is his legacy that is like you know kind of what he's talking about and who he is so i think that that's pretty cool um i give this a 4.25 on five yeah this one's definitely an interesting one it feels like he's a little angrier on this one he's a little tapped into his frustration so like that first verse really has this proactive like i'm really like well first open hand smack head that spam jolly rancher rap dead so right away we know that he's coming at it from a point where he doesn't like that shallow candy rap you know like that fake shit we'll call it you know i caught a lap dance on a jet rooster head ass promoters is like feds etc but then i do like how he flows from that into kind of like okay you're getting a buzz you're doing okay whatever but you're not going anywhere with it so it's not just like yo your shit's full of shit it's more like okay you're doing these things you're making your buzz but like what the fuck are you gonna actually do how are you gonna monetize that like for real like i feel the same way he does here because it's not like i think that any of these moves are inherently bad or whatever or i'm not as inspired by the music has to be virtuous tone that he'll take later on in the song frankly i don't think music has to be virtuous at all music can be completely hedonistic and escapist i've used it for hedonistic and escapist purposes my entire life Uh, and but i said music i didn't say hip-hop um so that that would be my answer to that point that he makes it's it's because more people are interested in making music than i think are interested in making hip-hop and then when you go to upload your fucking song what choice do you have can i take this song that as far as an algorithm is concerned calls it rap and hip-hop that's my choice i don't have that choice for weirdo alternative hip-hop you know like i don't have a genre like if you want to play that route so it's because uh, everybody likes labels and then uh, the labels got really confused and you don't have a choice so you you put that label but half the young people's half the people so like when somebody like that says that hip-hop comment to me and then I actually talk to the people they criticized often the people who are criticized they're like bro I don't even make the hip-hop y'all told me I make hip-hop I just make music <laughs> So there yep. is a bit of a juxtaposition there. And I did want to answer that question sincerely because that's the answer to your question. Now, if we want to talk about why people sell out their integrity and for the sake of like the record labels and stuff, well, cause like it's fucking hard to do all the business shit. That's the answer to your question again there too. So you get to a point where like, you know you're just trying to look i know i know you all get it but like i'm answering the questions because like i felt the frustrations were like kind of big there and i'm like okay so what i'm hearing is like there's a lot of legitimate concerns as to how people are diluting hip-hop culture away from empowerment and taking pride in who you are to pursue like this hedonism and this darkness that is probably detrimental it's just that like pop music was always that and that's the only part of like the overall equation I have an issue with because like pop music since time was that I like it's just that it used to be soft as shit like I wanna hold your hand that's the most innocuous <laughs> fuck you know what you know what's a really toxic song if you want to talk really toxic all you need is love that's bullshit 
You need so much more than love. Love is helpful, but you need a lot more than love. So this has just been toxic, vapid, bullshit, flooding charts across all genres forever. So people mm. who want to be pop Interesting stars. Interesting that the next song is called Love is Love. I'm just saying. I'm not, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I just think a lot about the fact that like the hip hop culture often isn't nurtured by the artists in the culture. So the scenes aren't nurtured by the people in it. Everybody just assumes that Billboard and the labels and all the famous people, like that's not a culture. That's a business. So the business is doing business things. So the answer to the question is, it's because cultures and businesses are not the same thing. And if you want to eat off of your art, it's super fucking complicated for a lot of people to understand how to navigate the businesses so they end up conforming to it due to a lack of knowledge. Of which, of which, Napoleon the Legend here is really effectively dropping that knowledge on the pupils. So I answered a question while talking about the guy who was actively pursuing solutions to this problem because this really is like yo don't sell out your culture and your fucking soul for like the sake of whatever because yo the sufferance the hard times the 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 pain of going through the process of staying pure to who you are is like fucking worth it look at how i get to be who i am because of it you know and i really like that like you ain't acting your age or your wage and i'm like Yo, bro, spitting yep. some facts here. Like, I'm not, I want to make it clear. I wasn't answering his question like the way I did for the sake of like arguing with him. Nah, I just don't know if he knows the answer to the question or if he was asking rhetorically. So fuck it, I figured I'd run it. But I agree with him. I'm like, yo, if you in your 30s, shouldn't you be like working and like contributing to your like community and like partying probably should be like a once in a while thing like yo okay look once a month go get fucked up that seems like an appropriate thing in my opinion for your like third and it's not because like i want to shit on like lifestyles and how people are it's just like sometimes i think about it from like the point of view of how people and i I don't have kids, right? So especially when like half of my peers have children and their lives are so drastically different than mine. It just, there is no right or wrong to this. These are just thought experiences and musings that come from it. Because, yo, he said, you ain't acting your age or your wage. But the your wage part is the really big one. So it's not so much the acting your, your age. It's that like people try to lease or do a bunch of fake shit in order to like, and when I say fake shit, I mean like, Putting cheap champagne in a fancy champagne bottle to pretend the champagne nicer than it is kind of fake shit in order to, like, improve the visuals and the optics and some really... I don't know, man. And he goes on from there, and I feel like his rage moved into me, but he's, like, trying to elevate it and be, like, his own thing. Look, I don't know what the right answers are, but, like, I do feel like I understand his frustration having talked to a lot of people and, and seeing where it's coming from. Um... I just don't know what the solutions are to the things that he's putting forth because I feel like he mixes two things here. He mixes pop music in the music industry and hip-hop culture as like these things are the same, but they're absolutely not the same thing. And that got me thinking about that whole tension I went on. So anyway, I fucks with the track because it's really well put together and it's a really strong song and you feel his passion and you feel everything in it really greatly. So I'm going to give it a 4.5 on 5. I really like this album a lot. I could definitely see myself re-listening to it. But, Thanks, like, well. as an album, 
I feel like it's one of those, like, I don't know if any of the Bronze Saints I could bump by itself. But most of it is, like, I like the album experience and the growth and the progression of emotions. Anyway, yeah. love is love, right? That's what you wanted to say? Sure is. Yeah. Honestly, my first thoughts on this song is, like, yo, is this 2021? <laughs> like, this is just so, like, old school in, like, a good, like, way. Like, I use that language because it just sounds like this could have been 95 or some shit, for real. But, like, it's really cool. And it doesn't feel yeah. like dated or anything. It has that like timeless kind of quality to it. And I, I like that, but it still also feels like it's old, but it feels timeless old. And that's nifty, or I guess it's 2019, not 2021, my bad. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of this one? Um, well, he's just sort of talking about that everybody is fighting to prove that they know the answer to like where you go when you die, but like all of these religions kind of don't agree on the same thing. So clearly nobody knows. Um, and that, you know, just try and enjoy life while it's happening because nobody knows what's going to happen after or if anything happens or whatever. Um, and everybody's theory is different and there's nothing tangible or proven. Um, so just kind of remember that love is like the most important thing and to kind of like let that be your legacy and sort of like just talking about like the energy that you give in the world and you know like he's also talking about like when haters are hating he's just saying like they're just fearful they're just scared of love they're just scared of all of these other things that are you know in this world and you know they don't know where they're going to go and they're, they're nervous and they you know they're they're just scared. Um, and so just to remember to love uh, and love is everything. So really it's good. It's very kind. Um, I gave it a 4.35. I like this one. See, this is like love is love. Not all you need is love. It's more like mm -hmm. love is a powerful essence that can help guide you and shit. But you also need yes. fucking wisdom. Just throwing it out there. Um, but that's what yeah. this song provides. It's almost like this is the companion piece to, uh, you know, that would give you a little more context. Like the world is fucking harsh and there's a lot of bad things that happen. And I feel like, yo, this whole song is him almost venting out just like thoughts on shit, the uncertainties in life. Like, you know, ain't no telling where we go after this. Mad theories from Muslims to the Buddhists, the Jewish and the Christians, gurus and philosophers like Krishna, but yeah. who really knows unless you travel through that black hole. And so it's like, if you think about death, I don't know lately i think about it a lot more than maybe you know other people do but i feel like a lot of people think about it like enough that there's entire religions and shit like what the fuck happens when you die you cease to exist in this plane of existence and then fuck what you just nothing are you just something nobody really knows so the only way to find out is to die that's complicated you know what i mean yeah uh and then the whole world is, is just harsh i really like that it's a doggy dog world snoop dog told you because that's the snoop dog out anyway and just the yeah. way like took takes the situation and plays that like life kind of is what it really really is but if you focus on the love it's gonna be like good for you regardless yep. of what it's love y'all we fall down we get up it's love y'all it's about the vibe you give up it's love y'all it boils down to us it's love y'all so all of these things around you are the circumstances that like impact you but via the choice and activeness of pursuing love and understanding the love for each other, it's like we can kind of like circumvent the complications of shit. Um, yeah. You know, like 
Tackle like full speed, no time for cold feet. Smoke a gold leaf and let my body heal like Wolverine. A lot of culture thieves sold you a lot of dreams, promoting memes, selling you on what you gotta be. And that is like a super fucking interesting thing, right? People go yep. in real fast, especially when you're young. People get high, maybe, you know, like whatever. Maybe he's just getting high here. But people do smoke a lot of weed to like heal and whatever, their mind, their body, etc. But at the same time, the reason for that healing is probably because... Yo, a lot of people sell a lot of bullshit. The memes, the ideas of what you're supposed to be. And that shit's not even new, yo. I remember part of why I didn't want to pursue, like, formal education was this weird cultural conformity that you, like, have to be a certain way in order to achieve greatness. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm that way. So I didn't really pursue school. But, like, school was weird for me because I didn't fit in and I didn't like it. I mean, the knowledge part's always dope, but I found it was inefficient and it wasn't really my cup of tea. So, like, right. in a sense, school turns people, like, universities and shit, into, like, walking memes a little bit in terms of this baseline cultural conformist thinking that people have. If it's society and kill your individuality. Like, I've seen that shit a lot. And, yo, I grew up in this, like, whole, like, Yo, be who you want to be bullshit used to, like, hang in the ceilings when I was in, like, primary school, right? Like, it was, like, big and colorful messages on being yourself. Mm. And that shit's a fucking lie. That's not really what the world wants. I don't know. To fit society. But then it's, like, that's backwards. Like, drinking alcohol to get sobriety. And I'm bringing back the meaning. Got you wondering. Uh, I guess that's what he was saying. Because that's, like, you know, because the song's kind of like, yo, where are you going with this? He's like, like that last scene of Breaking Bad's last session. Is it the end or the loop? Beginning, a giant loop. And I'm like, that's a good point. How did Breaking Bad end again? And then I thought about that for a while. I digress. Overall, I feel like it's like you got to look at why people are the way that they are. You know, got to just understand the criticisms or a projection of fear, a bunch of different things in that regard. And he kind of plays it out proper with different examples. Um, and then he just puts it down like the way people are. It's like, Divide, conquer, trying to put you in a place where you got to choose a side. I don't want to hate my bro and sis. Rather coexist, grow and build together, may drink, maybe blow a spliff. Classic like Gordon Parks photographs of Noah's Ark, this vintage Bonaparte on phonograph. So I like the part that he ends it where it's like, the world is very polarizing and algorithms have unfortunately fed this mechanism hugely to create a, a larger sense of polarization. There's a lot of data out there on like, people's politics that shows people are way more extreme with their positions and way less centrist with it um and that creates hatred i like that he mentions bonaparte yeah because he's fucking napoleon um yeah but like and i like the fact that like he compares his sound to something so classic and so powerful because like i said there's like a timelessness to the sound he's creating that I really think people are going to fuck with over time because, you know, over time we still think that that is like a timelessy kind of feel to it. Maybe it lasts three, four generations. Who the fuck knows? But it's really good shit. Um, and, a, and a powerful message like, yo, through love, you can develop the empathy to understand the hatred around you. That's cool. You know? So, like, I gave it another 4.5. It's really consistent. Like, it's just like really like every song is hitting me at this point with like the same quality. If anything... I feel like we're rehashing the main theme in like different directions, but I guess that's the yeah. point. Like I said earlier, it's a bit of like a self-help, how to approach life kind of situation while doubling, I guess, on this uh, anime as like a top level guidance in the theme. Let's move on to Athena's Cry. So what do you think of this one, Bonnie? 
Um, he just tries to be a good guy, really. Um, he's just sharing and he considers others. Um, and he's just trying to, you know, do the right thing. Um, you know, and he kind of like helps a kid in Africa, you know, he's supporting someone and, you know, he doesn't get like distracted by things and just focuses on his art and, and doing good in the world and obviously love in the world. Right. Um, and he just kind of lets everything else go and he doesn't, you know, and, and even if he has to let people go and, you know, things that he was once passionate about, he's like, no, like, that's not like as much as I love that and I enjoy doing these things, this is my right path and I have to just kind of follow this and stay true to that. And he kind of talks about that he protects people from badness. So this is kind of going back to like him being like a superhero, like he's kind of like saving the world a little bit. Um, and like he doesn't give up no matter what and he doesn't want like the devil to win. And like we have, uh, you know, like a little pep talk from Nejma, was it Nejma the, ne the Nefertiti? Um, so, I mean, she's kind of great and she has like this good like emphasis on like her part. Um, it's just really like lovely and powerful and you know that he doesn't want, you know, he doesn't like want people to give up and he doesn't want people to let the devil kind of take over. Um, so he kind of knows what's up. Like he seems like he's a pretty good guy. Uh, so I got this a 4.5 on five. Yeah, pretty good. I enjoyed this one also in terms of the sound. Um, I feel like at this point in the album though, like I'm hit with this sense of denseness. Like I'm not gonna lie. I'm like sitting there and I'm like, it's a lot of bars. And again, it's in like the same vein of things too, right? Like I feel like it's the kind of album that you really, really have to listen to like more than once over and over if you really want to like capture the essence of the level of detail he put into it but there's um there's just a few things that like he said in this track that i still think popped out at me like hobbies i had to let go we wasn't on the same vibes and that idea of hobbies that you had to let go is is kind of like nifty to me right because like there are definitely hobbies i've had to give up in my life and i still try to like Yo, maybe Netflix isn't the best use of my time kind of thing in particular. So I went to YouTube more because at least with YouTube, I could like learn in a way that was more localized and this, that, and, you know, like just, but even then, like, is that the best use of time or whatever? So I thought a lot about that, like the vibes of who you are changed and then that connects to your friends. So you often like think about it in terms of like friends that we have to let go and not necessarily the habits, which are attached to hobbies. Or even the way we treat things, you know? So I feel like there's like, that's what I mean. There's so much density in this project that like you got to be in such a pensive mood, I believe, to really consume this. Um, narcissistic tendencies. I recognized them quickly. Then I nipped it in the bud, was used to living life risky. You know, I'm not like the Saint Seiya person, but I, I just played it low and worked with a sense of urgency like I got a day to go. And that part I, again, really resonated and connected with. Um, you know, like... I'm not the best. I just do what I can to improve who I am. And I put in that level of effort and that sense of urgency, like I'm gonna die and I live my life to the fullest type of shit. I'm recording all the time. I'm doing all the things, but like more than just doing it for like the music, right? Like like doing it in a sense for other people, for other, in, in a sense of service rather than pursuing the fame because people out there will take advantage of it so he's got to be smart on how i guard my gift <clears throat> and i like yeah. that part too 
Um, you can keep your gadgets and your Gucci fanny packs. And I love that line because Chris wears fanny packs. And I'm like, go right. I mean, I own a fanny pack. It can be very useful. I'm like, I got a backpack. That shit's useful. No, I just thought it was funny because of that. But it's the idea of having them for the sake of fanciness and whatever. I give them random acts of kindness with a random axe. And I like that one too because like, yo, he comes through and he just fucking helps people and builds up other people and is on that like if I eat everybody eat get your plate vibe which a lot of people claim to be on but are certainly not on because otherwise it'd be a lot a lot more full people and a lot less hungry people if that were the real truth of it um so I like the fact that he's almost like a lot of people are like yo you could be so much more but he's like yo but you don't understand I'm doing all this but there's so much more to do over here can never gentrify my grace I like that too like I'm not going to sell out who I am to pursue shit you know like they won't care about you unless you got some sort of power success comes beyond a week of working 40 hours and that part's too too true like 40 hours is like a baseline i guess um and i mean that like this idea that like people historically work less is ridiculous people are working less now than like ever before <laughs> you know like literally like literally people would die sooner because they were working like 70 hour weeks all the time and we said oh that's not healthy we should work less but like then you just got people that do work 80 hours every week and you know people act like it's like an impossibility but it's not you can healthily work 70 80 hours a week if you understand time management and how to like balance and how to create all this shit so it's like i see what he's saying and yeah the more power the more you can offer people and power comes from like servitude right like Real power is I can like elevate you, you know, like I can, I can do something for your life. That's how you get power. Cause then people look at you and they're like, yo, he can, or she can give me something in their life. And I'm like fresh. So it's like to do that, you're probably going to have to work more than 40 hours. And a lot of people limit themselves. Like they, they lock out, like they treat the weekend. Like it's this like two day rest period. Like, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not saying like, I say this shit and like I believe it. I agree with this dude. I believe it to my core. Other people don't have to agree with me. But I do live my life like this. You can ask Bonnie. Bonnie fucking Bonnie hates it. It's the facts of it. She wishes I was not like this a little bit. I understand. It's fucking I don't annoying. hate it, but like sometimes even like you get frustrated with the amount that you work and the stress that you feel on you so i think that's kind of what more what my issue is but then one day the tide turns and now there's more people and this that anyway but that's also complicated either way you never stop when you're really trying to pursue that great shit you just don't get to otherwise yo i could just go like play yo i have enough video games right now because of epic to like fucking last me like five years no problem five years of video games locked up if shit hits the fan for me i'm good i'm good uh anyway let's move on with the track shit's not gonna hit the fan i like this life way more bonnie's like please don't no let's keep doing like this. i mean i get like how like you know back in the day like farmers or whatever like they had to work you know all day and like there are certain jobs where you do have to work all day every day and it's non-stop for your entire life but that's not every job that's it no, I hear you. Um, but like Lawrence of Arabia in the desert, the pain of loss embedded in my cranium forever, craving to make the better world for children to smile, protected from molesters and malevolent crowds. 
And I feel like he flows through the rest of the track like this. It's more of a mission statement of who he wants to be. He wants to use his art to elevate, to protect, to be powerful. And I feel like it's like he's really inspired by, like, you know, that, like, early 90s um, era of hip-hop when there was this cultural movement of empowerment attached to it. And he kind of wants to bring that back and to be that voice because there is a lot of power for like people looking for role models especially especially in environments where not everybody can read because like in canada as an example we take for granted the literacy rates that exist in our place like we take it for granted and just expect that the whole world is given that same privilege of the education system that we have here and there's a lot of power in people making this kind of music because maybe that's the only time a person can get a lesson is through like a song just because of environments and circumstances that are extremely fucking different than the ones that I live in. Um, but I've been explained to me and they're real and shit. So I understand what he's doing. He's trying to like create this music that is not like, it's not for me, right? Like this album is not for, for me. I'm like a fucking honky album reviewer, dude. Like, are you kidding me? I can't be judging this shit. I can tell you my impressions of it and whatever, but like the content. I don't know if it's not, not for you. I don't think that this is like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that you can still consume this. Right, I don't think but that this is. I'm not who he's writing for is what I'm saying. Like, yo, everybody, when you write your art, I believe you have an audience in mind. If you're a great artist, everybody tells you or great. I, if you're writing for everyone, you're making pop. Like, you're not writing for anyone then, if you're writing for okay. everyone. So everything that's super powerful, you have to be writing for someone. You have somebody in mind when you create something. Yeah, you have to select your audience. And I'm just saying that Holden, middle-class Montreal honky-ass dude, is not the primary audience of who he had in mind for this music. Fair And that's something fair. I need and we all need to be cognizant of. So the musical qualities are perfection and shit. And the message is so interesting to listen to because it's like, it's so empowering. And I'm just trying to do my best to like, you know, like connected fist to chest to the devil's heart ripped up. Like I fucks with that, you know, like just trying to like manage the emotion of like himself and his struggle to be pure to who he is. And let's be real, like, there's a lot of gentrification that happens in music. It is a great way to describe it. And to fight that is a powerful entity. I mean, I personally try to fight it. Like, who the fuck would I be to judge him? I'm doing it in my own way. I'm kind of trying to do the same thing he's doing. Just in my in a different way to a different audience and a different, like, thing. But I relate heavy to it. Um, just, you know, anyway. So I really like, overall, his, like whenever duty called and the truth is involved we rise to any task shatter all ceilings and walls like that's fucking powerful shit um i just really like it a lot i really like it um but yeah like even when you're writing for yourself like just as an idea because the comments there like you're still kind of writing for an audience yourself you're still a demo you still fit into communities you know like even if it's for yourself, it's still for, you know, like a specificer audience than writing for everyone. Like, yeah, I write for myself, but like I, I, I also like write for people I represent kind of thing in the way that when you write for yourself and you can attach that to people you represent, 
that's when you're hitting some bigger levels. That's what I'm trying to learn how to do is to be the voice of people uh, rather than just like to write my experiences as the voice of people. That's the shit. Like that's the ultimate shit in this like independent grant, in my opinion. And I think that Napoleon, the legend is really demonstrating that on this album, which is why I'm like 4.5 again, like this shit is really awesome. The, 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 like it was like the third or fourth listen to this project that I did when I realized it clicked. Like this is pristine, and it's just like there's no flaw. I, I can't. I can say I don't understand things. That's the best I can say. I can't say it's boring. I can't say it's repetitious. Not. Nah, it's like a self-help book of empowerment and greatness. Um, yeah. So um, end of the day, I like it a lot, and I think uh, we can move on to sanctuary. All right, Bonnie, how do you feel about this one? Um, this one's pretty interesting. Um, kind of like at first, he's kind of talking about all of like the troubles um, and like the bad things that are happening in America. And um, and then I think more in like the second verse, he's talking like globally a little bit more. Um, because in the first verse, he's kind of talking about that he wants to leave and go to Senegal and kind of like escape like, you know, like the human trafficking and like all like the crazy stuff that's happening in America and, you know, people taking advantage of other people. Um, and I also love, love, love that he um, wrote away from all the madness, the fracking and the gassing. Um, I feel like I was very impressed with uh, the fact that he mentioned fracking which is not something that you hear about um, very much in music or art and things like that. And I think that that's like a super important issue to talk about. Um, and, you know, at, in the second verse, he kind of talks about um, kind of like the threat uh, and on birds and bees and how like, you know, they're diminishing and how like, you know, we are kind of ruining our planet. Um, and I think it's just kind of fantastic. I love this kind of stuff. So uh, everything is kind of created now and modified and, you know, it's ne nothing is necessarily natural anymore. Um, and like, these are sort of like his like futuristic thoughts um, as well. He's kind of talking about like the future, but at the same time, it's now. Um, he's talking about like self-driving cars and other things that are kind of popping up and things that we're, we're hearing about the last few years, um, you know, and he, he is concerned for the future and where life is going and where humanity is going. And like, you know, we need to understand, like, you know, we're doing a lot of bad things in the world, like as much good that we're doing kind of like the bad is, um, in a sense outweighing the good unfortunately and so i think it's just time to like shift shift the balance um so i think that that's kind of cool and it's kind of pretty great that he's kind of like discussing uh, earth's issues in like you know and and not just like the earth but like he's talking a lot about these kinds of things that you know humans are doing to the earth um at the same time people are taking advantage of other people so obviously the issues of what humanity is doing to ourselves so i think this is pretty great i give this a 4.6 on five i really like this one yeah this one is very strong i mean it's basically like it's got like an ironic tone on it like it's called sanctuary and in the chorus it kind of gives you the sense like you need to find that sanctuary 
And the best way yeah. to do that is to actually help a friend and to, to like offer that sense of servitude to others because there's like almost nothing else you can really do to escape everything else. But by doing that, you'll get the, you'll get the sense of like breaking what creates all of the things that like create the need for the sanctuary, which is what he like illustrates through the verses. Just like you said, a whole list of different things from Ponzi schemes to wire frauds and false narratives propagated through Viacom. Like, yo, it's a pretty apt like fucking breakdown of America. <clears throat> I mean, as a Canadian, I'm always okay because this is Canadian culture, I love Max. You know what Canadian culture really is? Shit on America. That's what makes us comedians. We're better than the states. Yay. Hashtag Canada. I'm being that like ironic. That is, but that is really what Canadians do. We like act like we super nice, but all we do is be like fuck America, like the whole way through the day. Like most <laughs> of us really do that. I mean, I personally witness Canadians doing it all the time. They don't want to admit it. It's facts. So with that in mind, it's totally how I feel about it. USA and Canada, because we're the same. We're exactly the same. It's a cesspool for modern-day crooks. Exactly. Canada and the USA, throw that in there. Throw that Canada in, and it's, like, awesome. Anyway. But it's kind of what happens, you know? That we, we, we create this, like, charismatic scammers talking shit on cameras. Like, bruh, that's why I don't trust the internet. I could go talk some shit on the internet, and I guarantee you I have convinced people into some dumb shit, ignorance. Somebody somewhere heard me break down some song where I was completely fucking wrong on completely and they now believe that shit just because i said it convincingly and yo i've, I've all matters i've written shit for like freelance work and the shit ranks on google and i'm like i did no research i just wrote that shit right you know like and i'm not even flexing it's not hard and then to emulate shit like i was actually listening to this song and going man this is a heavy song it's really well delivered it's like another 4.5. And I realized I give a lot of high grades because the quality of so much music is great nowadays, especially the new albums. It's almost like, I don't know if it's that, you know, you know what it is? We've all studied such great excellence that via the osmosis of studying excellence, we can more efficiently achieve excellence. And the frontier of excellence is changing. Like, Napoleon the Legend is wonderful. Objectively speaking, this song is like amazing, amazing, amazing. It's very heavy. And, you know, like on that, like, yo, the world's, it, it is like a great modern, the world fucked up. I need to escape it vibe. And you can empathize with it. And I heard songs like this before and I'll hear songs like this again. But all I kept thinking about while listening to it is, damn, music is really good now. There's just so much really good music. Like, there's more really good music than there is bad music, I would say. That's the epiphany I had listening to this. It's weird. Listening to this whole fucking song about, like, terrible shit in the world. And maybe that's why. But there's so much good music right now. Which is kind of cool. Even though it's complicated because of the sensationalism of all the internets and whatnot. And yeah. I love all the stuff you list. I like how he takes the time to talk about fracking. Or how the Amazon forests are long gone. And it's almost like the shit that's written about in Bible songs. It kind of is what it's like. You know, like the Bible kind of predicts us fucking up the whole planet if you think about it. Um, all kinds of shit like that he puts on Amazon robots doing jobs. And it's just like all yeah. the concerns from social media 
that's what it a little bit feels like it feels like this entire song is like a social media meme injection in verse form just one blast of it at once so that you need to like get off social media a little bit because you're tired of hearing about it all and i kind of like that i don't know if that was on purpose i don't know what the goal of this was but i really like what he do with it so i'm gonna give it another 4.5 on five it's really cool nice so there's one more on this project and it's called soul prayer feel about this one bonnie well, um, I thought this was a you know pretty perfect ending for this album. Um, he kind of is talking about uh, you know that he's had trouble in his life, but he just wants to do good, um, and it basically just sounds like um, you know like a prayer to just you know for all of his issues that he kind of spoke about um, on this album and how he prays for hope, um, and you know just to stay like you know doing the good the good thing staying on the right path um and i feel like i know like the sample that is being used on this one but i can't place it um and he's just kind of like saying like just breathe you know everything he needs he has and i think that, that we all kind of like have to remind ourselves that you know everything that we really need we have and that you know we can just keep um surviving and thriving i think as well and that uh, you know that everything is within us and you know he is his own legacy and you know i think he kind of talks about like his seed so i think he's talking about maybe his children or his potential children um are also going to be his legacy and he's going to show them the right path and um it just seems like a very nice conclusion um for like the whole album it's very like heartfelt and honest and um it, it's really great i thought it was really perfect uh, i gave it a 4.4 4 on five i thought it was a, a cool way to end it too because it carries the emotional heaviness of everything we've been going through on this this uh, this album right like we, we, we feel that heaviness in his voice he almost doesn't change it's almost like he's broken to the point where like he's praying out to god and this whole song is his prayer but it's encompassed in this music that gives off this essence of niceness and serenity and peacefulness so it it like feels really like airy but the lyrics are still kind of like fucking heavy as shit it's almost yeah. like via doing the prayer by giving yourself up because it ends with appreciation right and it ends with like that kind of like you know upwards kind of tone on it and by like giving yourself out to it you're able to find the serenity and the peacefulness through the act of almost meditation or or going through it or something like that which i think is super super interesting whereas like the bars are powerful too like tell me the fuck i got left all the fam i grew up with and left why do I expect for myself? I want to give the world the best of myself. Kids are dying out there. It's hard. No one taught me anything but go hard. And then it's like he just kind of reaches out as the song goes on. It's like, do you hear me, God? Am I talking in vain? What am I doing this for? Why am I even trying? I try to make a yep. better world. But then at the end of the day, it kind of flips into like, I owe you. I got you. You owe me. You got me. Balance above everything. All it ain't all about me. And it's like it changes a bit. When picking myself and an elderly lady had spoke, pick up a glass and ask myself how much it weighed. I was confused. I didn't know what to say. Then she said it don't matter how much it weighs. It's light now. It gets heavier the more she waits. And it's like this philosophical little twist that like shows that 
the more you focus on all these different balances and, and things and and all the whatever in the world it's like you're not pursuing the heavier it becomes but you're also like not pursuing that shit properly you know like like you're not living your best life you're not actually building or whatever if you if you learn to let go you're gonna live long more present and not feeling withdrawn so it's like get over your shit a little bit which is kind of i think what prayer is you know in a sense supposed to be to like unburden your soul so that you can like let go of it and not carry the burdens like before psychology even how else would you tell people how to like healthily cope with emotions well at least you could tell god gotta listen when nobody else gives yeah. a shit you know anyway everything i ever needed was in me wake up in the morning and breathe and that's just such a powerful way to end it like you said like just after everything in the world that's all you can really do is just breathe let it go and move on and just kind of keep going on with the different things you're doing yep. um so it's very nice i give it another 4.5 <clears throat> um so what do you think about this album as a whole um so i really liked how like cohesive like the whole album was in terms of like kind of like the overall like feel and like kind of like the sound and like kind of his expression and what he's kind of talking about and his emotions and kind of like what's just bothering him in the world and why he's going to keep fighting for like, you know, to stay on like the, you know, the positive path and do all that. Um, although I do have to say that there were certain parts where like, you know, like more at the beginning of like the album, like there was more of like the Kung Fu clips and like the, the anime clips or whatever it was. And it just kind of felt like it kind of stopped like halfway through and like, like they were very much there and then they kind of faded away. Um, that was the only thing that I noticed that was kind of a little bit, not like, terrible or anything but like just like a little like inconsistent i guess um but overall very nice and um fracking don't do it um <laughs> so i gave this a 4.4 on five so it's an 88 percent from me so pretty good pretty good i really like the album i feel like it's a cohesive experience um it's like replayability is going to be completely based on if you're into this kind of thing, if you're into that dense lyrical yeah. stuff where like, if you take the time to replay it, you get rewarded. But like, if you just listen to this one off, you're probably not going to catch like all the little nuances that, that do like make it kind of re-listenable the way the song, sometimes like a song changes to the next song and you barely even recognize that the song changes, but it's got just yeah. a subtle enough flip that when you do it's okay. And like, it's, it's like, it's almost designed to be, played in one sitting as like a whole and it's thing. short it's like 37 minutes like it's not like particularly long and it feels like it's it's an album with a mission more than an album that's trying to give you singles although it does give you that bronze saint joint which i think you could do at a show and it'd be real nice but like it feels like it's more this like mission statement on how you can take pride in yourself and overcome the obstacles in your world and like as a utilitarian exercise it achieves that goal really well and the bars are super dope as it does it and the way he rides the beat and flows is amazing and it's just the artistry is super impeccable and i really really enjoyed listening to it i don't know how often i would re-listen to it because i don't know how often i'm in the mood for that kind of thing but like as far as the quality of this music goes it is like super 
incredible and i know a lot of people i would recommend this to like that's the thing where i say i listen yeah. to a lot of stuff and i feel like yo it's really great and like whereas with napoleon the legend i'm like listening to it and i'm like yo i actually know people that would like really fuck with this like i respect and admire that talent and the artistry but like i'm currently listening to like edm fucking pop shit right now is where my vibe is at so like this is like far out of the realms of where my preferences are kind of guiding me at the moment in terms of like pleasure listening but as far as like going into this with that like studious mind and like trying to listen to what it's about yo this is not disappointing this is like in an area of hip-hop where i feel like it's the most saturated shit ever right now is to have like sample driven boom bap with a bunch of bars on it like i fucking swear for everybody that ever talks shit about mumble rap this shit is the new mumble rap and in that world napoleon the legend knocks it out the park like a fucking boss right because this is a really well done album that makes a lot of other people feel like they're just not as good as it like a lot of people try to do this and then you hear something like this and you're like now nah, this is what it's supposed to sound like and then a lot of people sound that it's good you know that's all i'm trying to say about it like i don't want to like point at anybody but like there's a reason i try hard not to go so far in the boom bap land anymore like the bars land like it has to have a real message or a purpose or something to it for me to be like really interested beyond you made a great pun and since you really achieved that i find this album is really like it's it's a little little hidden classic gem it's gonna like cater to the people that like really need it the most i think and it's 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 like rewarding and i really like it i really do yeah um so yeah thank y'all for watching this video uh i totally appreciate y'all watching it live all y'all watching it in the future make sure to like and follow and subscribe and all that good stuff leave your comments all that stuff special thanks to the patrons ismail Gadam, c chris Proud, jonathan barnes dj black hurricane linda williams scribble dope they support what we do um and you can also follow up with that uh yeah you can also support us patreon.com slash behind that suit um anyway thank y'all for being with us live long and prosper